0: Derek Wetmore uh, joins now. We're going to talk some twins in a second. But first, but we got Patrick... Wait, wait, wait. We got Patrick Royce in studio. In case you didn't recognize his name, 1213
1: 12, 12, p.m. I'm listening. We were trying to get the sound. We couldn't. We couldn't get it. But Judd Zolghad says, "The more I think about it, I think I was right about Bradford." <laughs> so, yes. in other words. There's times you don't think, and you don't think you're right. Is that what is that what you're telling me?
0: I'm on for four hours a day. There's no question <laughs> the
1: about I that. About yes. it, the well, more I think that, right about it, the more I think I'm right about. Bradford. Sometimes
0: I
2: sit and I think, <laughs>
0: yes, Patrick. I was right. I was pro- I was I was processing a thought from about 9, 17 a.m. Okay. this morning, and I thought right. to myself, it
1: was genius. That's I you know there's very there's many times I don't think before I
0: express that's an right. opinion, nope. but I. I don't admit it.
1: No, oh, I don't go back don't, after the no, fact. No, I don't admit it. No, when you're on for four
0: hours it. a day, you got to be honest with the people out there. And the other
1: thing, and then i got to go... <laughs> I agree with you on the eclipse. I think it is a plot to sell snow cones out of little trucks in parks. That's what it is. A nationwide snow cone sales. Bring the All little right. brats down to the park. We hope go. they don't go blind, but buy them a snow cone. I just got. I just got. Wait, wait, s- wait. The snow cone industry I, is behind this.
0: I just got. <laughs> I just got a tweet here saying Weather Channel reporter choked up significantly during Oregon. Total totality eclipse. Oh, really? So got we're, got we're, very upset. Oh, they're, so act,
1: they're acting like it's an oh, emotional thing. Yes.
0: Huh? yes. Okay. So, there's no, so now we got crying because of it. You
2: oh, know, okay. Pat, I'll run this by you before you got to jump up out of here. Driving through uh, southern Minnesota and Iowa this weekend and saw some of the, you know, you see some of the geologic stuff or you see the bluffs and the. Uh, you yeah. can see the fault layers. <laughs> Mostly
1: you see flat. Sure, but, sure, sure. Uh, but I'm
2: saying you go by some bluffs and you see where they're the different layers through the hundreds and thousands uh, of years. Yes. and. To your theory of looking got out it. at the Grand Canyon and seeing, your problems don't mean no, squat. No, no, <laughs>
1: you know? not at all.
2: I think about Miguel the fat, being fat doesn't,
1: doesn't mean anything. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't mean anything. He nope. could just think how little of the Grand Canyon he could fill if he fell <laughs> over the hill. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> all right. that all you uh, got?
0: Yeah, I just, that's the, all I got. The more I, I think hate. about it, the more <laughs> I think I'm still <laughs> right about Bradford's. Yes. It's a genius take. We are very proud of you. Thank you, Pat. Stay, Stay Fair. Saturday, yes, big stage. Yeah, George Shire, right? Yeah, we got George. All right, George. we got George Shire on Saturday. Um, all right, Derek Wetmore. L- let's get to it. Sue Eclipse Ann. or twins? Uh, twins. Right. Sue Ann's column uh, today, which uh, which reported in his column. Now, his it was a lot of his opinion, but he definitely, he definitively reported that there are twins officials who are concerned about Miguel Cino's weight. My only point is. That column very much goes back to what Patrick wrote from spring training now last year when they tried to move him to right field and showed up at about he showed up is supposed to show up around like two sixty two, showed up around two eighty plus. And my other point is this. This is going to be a problem. Like this concern is never going to go away. Miguel Sano, in my opinion, is never going to show up at spring training uh, with a set weight and always keep that. When the season starts, these guys eat a lot at night. Miguel Sano is prone to gain weight. When you go out and get Bartolo a cologne and he pals around, I mean, I'm not kidding you when I tell you in the clubhouse yesterday when Bartolo was set to talk to the media and had a towel around his waist, I have never felt so good about my body in my life. So... All of this being said, Jeez. oh, it's true. No, no, and, I believe no, you. No, right, he's 44 years old, and he makes me feel good about myself. Bartolo okay. Colon is rich. Bartolo Colon has a arm which I don't have. He's got so this is not fat shaming. I'm just saying he is a big man. Uh, Miguel Sano is the same. He's going to be a big man his entire career, and we can worry about it all we want. But that being said, that worry is never going to go away. It's never going to end. There are guys. He is basically. A football player. And I've covered these guys before. Mm.
2: Well, He's a lineman. Here's the thing about the Suhan column, which I think is really... I think it's ruffled some feathers. I think there are a lot of people upset at the ways... Because let's recount the facts here. The injury, we think at least, is a product of a foul ball off his shin. He, fl- I,
0: I asked him that question. I said, how did it happen? And he said, I fouled a ball off my left shin on Friday night.
2: And now we're looking at it, and if you just read the headline, you're thinking... Uh, This is sort of a stupid time to take this cheap shot about Sunil's weight, which is, yes, a continuous story. Something that we've talked about, you and I have fought about in the past since going back to 2014, And on some of this, you've been right, for sure. Sure, but I'm also willing to admit that we're a ways away from me being dead right on this. The more I think about this, the more I think that you've got some valid points here, Judd. Uh, As much as... You know, I'm not worried about Jim listening to this right now and and hearing me say this. Reading his column, Suhan's right. He makes a lot of very valid points. Now, if I'm Derek Falvey, I do kind of wonder who's talking with Jim and saying, "Hey, this is a big issue." Because I'm, if I'm Derek Falvey, I'm not floating this to the media. This is a, we are on your side. We want to team up and help you become the best player you possibly can, have the best career you possibly can. We're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And now if I'm going back behind my own back, whispering to a media columnist who you know is going to rip him, I think that's a weird signal to send if you're Derek Falvey, if you're Thad Levine. So my guess is this comes from below those guys, and I'd kind of want to know if I'm them, who's sort of getting this out there. But mm-hmm. beyond that basic truth of trying to figure out you know, who's who's floating some of the dirty laundry to the media – I don't think most of the points he made are wrong. I think this is a concern. I think that the fact that he's listed at 260 is kind of like an open joke. Like nobody it's thinks like he's foo- 260. It's like
0: a football player I would have guessed I came lineman. in
2: here guessing he would have been if you would have asked me what's like the lowest you'd be comfortable guessing and and not being wrong price's right style, I would have said 280. And it might be more than that for all we know. Who knows? Uh, I I don't think it's been a real problem this year, though. That's the big issue that I sort of take with the timing of the column, that, okay, he fouls the ball off and now he's hurt. We know this is an issue. How long is he going to miss? We don't know. Would it be easier to come back if you're 30 pounds skinnier? Yeah, but it's still an injury. It's still an issue. I don't know that he misses significantly less time. I don't know if he's more durable. These are all sort of just speculative things, and that's where I take a little bit of issue.
0: Let's do this. Let's come back and dissect this, because there's a lot of moving parts between the injury, the column, who told Jim, and and if the Twins are actually concerned about that. Let's come back and discuss those things, because I think if we pick this column apart, it, it makes more
2: there's sense. There's some meat. Hey guys, before we continue on with the rest of this Touch em All podcast, it's Phil Mackey here for all of you Twin Cities area listeners. To tell you about Luther Brookdale Toyota, 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard is the location. My family and I have been going to this car dealership and service department for three plus decades, and there's a reason for that. It's the best in the business, the smartest and friendliest people in the business. They'll treat you like family. So find out why my family and I have been going to the same dealership and service department for multiple decades right on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard, LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. dot com.
0: Derek Wetmore, 1500ESPN.com, a Twins beat writer, part of the uh, Touch Em All podcast with Mackie joins me now. Getting back to the Suhan column today about Miguel Sano's weight. Where I believe this is interests me as far as trying to unpack the column a little bit too is because he fouled a ball, or he said he did, fouled a ball off his left shin on Friday, went on the DL today. I think the immediate reaction of people that pick up the paper or go, go online and read Jim's column is, well, he's out because he's fat now. Well, no, we got to go down sort of separate tracks here. If you believe what you're being told by Sano, which is, no, I'm hurt because I fouled a ball off my shin, that has nothing to do with his weight. That being said, the fact that there would be concern about his weight is completely legitimate but what I keep coming back to is we can talk about it till we're blue in the face but unless you want unless you want to say you know what it's just not worth it he's too fat he's never going to be able to control his weight which you're not going to say you're just going to have to deal with this as the right. twins you're ne- I, I don't I honest to god don't see the day where Miguel Sano comes in and says you know what I am running every day now, gentlemen, and I'm going to be 260 for the rest of my career. And it's why it's, and I was wrong about this, Derek, but it's why I told you I do eventually see him as well as he's played a third base this year as a first baseman long-term and probably first base DH. Yeah.
2: So... So you mentioned the two tracks. I think it's premature to say what you just said, and and that sounds like what you're saying too, that you're not ready to pull the plug on him potentially being a good third baseman because he's been a good third baseman
0: and, this and, year. But most importantly, I'm not willing to get so frustrated by his weight Here that is... I'm willing to ever
2: give thought to pulling the plug on Miguel Sano as a Minnesota Twins. So some people think it's athlete fat shaming, and I don't think that exists, but I think there is a certain... It's it's like weight is a leading indicator. Like, you're not mad that Kenny Vargas is a big guy. He's actually in, I would say, based on seeing them around the clubhouse, I think Kenny Vargas is in worse shape than Miguel Sano. Miguel Sano can actually run a little bit. He's quick at third base for his size. Kenny Vargas is kind of like a DH who has to stand there with a first baseman's glove. And Miguel Sano is a mammoth human being. You are looking at... The frame's big. There are two different conversations here. One does being in shape help you be a better baseball player? Well, in some cases it can't hurt... But, like, the bigger thing, I think, from the outside looking in, that people use overall athleticism as a lens into how much you care about your profession. And I think people use weight as sort of a leading indicator. Sometimes it's fair, sometimes it's not. But if you come into the clubhouse and you are ripped beyond all belief, standing at 255 looking like an inside linebacker instead of a defensive end or left tackle, people just subconsciously think, oh, oh he cares a lot more about this. He spent, you know four months in the offseason, just getting shredded. Like Nobody's questioning Jose Barreos' work ethic. Right. And Miguel Sano might work just as hard. I see him doing pregame defensive drills every time I go to target field. Mm-hmm. It, it's not to say that he's not trying. It's just a lot easier to see on a body like Jose Barea's that he cares, that he's trying. And so I think we sometimes confuse these two things, that does he care about his profession? And I can tell you, undoubtedly, Miguel Sano does. And then you say, well... How come it doesn't show up sort of in his body? And that's another track. We can take that conversation down all sorts of roads if you want to. I just think that it starts with the fact that the injury not caused by this, from my understanding of it, and if people with the Twins are privately concerned about this, I'm fine with that. I have no issue with that. (laughs) I think they're probably right to be concerned about it, but you take it up with your player, not with a newspaper columnist. Although, in this
0: case, I can almost guarantee you, having been in that end of the business for a long time, they have – Oh, sure. And somebody's frustrated enough now where they oh, think, sure. where they think public shaming might work, which I don't which I don't think it's going you to You know what
2: this is? This is Anthony Barr last year. This is yes. Mike Zimmer trying to talk to or Sharif Floyd. He's trying to talk to his players and saying, like, Come on, this is what I need and, you to do. And eventually you maybe get so frustrated that you And Jim call up Jim Suhan and say, Hey, can we air this dirty laundry?
0: And Jim's a longtime beat guy. And Jim's a guy who this is a good source. Like this isn't somebody this isn't somebody telling Jim secondhand, I heard somebody say that they're upset about this. He got this from, I can guarantee you, and I have no idea who the source is, but I can guarantee you it's a good source. This is somebody who's decided the guy won't listen to us and lose weight. And he's gained weight.
2: So let's put the pressure on him. So let's on. put the pressure on him. I don't think it works with this guy. It's like Aaron Hicks a couple of years ago, you remember?
0: But this is going to be... This, on their part, just like they want Sano to have maintenance on his body, this is going to be... Ma- this. The twins, as long as they employ this guy, in my opinion, for a long time, are going to have to have the same maintenance to be after him. So we could do... We, you could go do this column six months from now.
2: Yeah. And well. then you
0: could do it again six months after. It's going to be a continuing cycle. The It's... The question becomes this, is it worth having him around, being a pain in the butt when it comes to his weight? Is the payoff enough? And the answer is right. absolutely. right. It, it, it's not even, it, it's not, well, you know what, if he was not, if he, if that's why Kenny Vargas is probably very close to being gone, you know, it's just not sure. worth it He's with not him. as good of a hitter. He's not as good. as Miguel and, and,
2: The way I look at it is if you are uh, sort of a, a star employee, because keep in mind, there's gonna be more scrutiny on a guy like Miguel Sano, but say what you want about this season, about the injury, about the strikeouts, about the slump here in the mid to late summer. Miguel Sano's your best player. <laughs> you know, you can right. like you can argue in circles all you want about this. There isn't a better player on the twins right now than Miguel Sano. Mm-hmm. So yes, you wanna see him maximize that potential. And that's why I keep coming back to this is a team thing. This is a uh Derek Falvey, Thad Levine, and company are on the same team as Miguel Sano, because for him to maximize his career earnings, his paycheck, which if you're, if that's what you care about, if that's what you're motivated by, I can tell you how to maximize that, be a great, complete hitter, hit for power, play good defensive third base, stay healthy, boom, there you go, done. If you want to be a you know a so-so player, make some money. You'll get some money for hitting home runs because you're just that talented. He's he's incredible, even in what you might call a down year of last year. He's a phenomenal hitter. He is so good, it's, it's too, easy to lose track of it. And he's too good to give up on. Yes, absolutely. And even, it's, and even if he doesn't maximize that talent. Locally, it's very easy to lose track of the fact that he's great. If you pair with him and you are working together to make him the best player, make him the most career earnings... That's good for the Twins, too. I think it's we get so so caught up in that there's this adversarial relationship. I think they're in agreement here. I think both sides want what's best for Miguel Sano. And right now, we we sort of just end up talking about the weight probably a lot more than we otherwise would have. Speaking
0: of discussion points, the uh, solar eclipse at 1 o'clock has been a big discussion point today, Derek. As you know, I really don't care that much about it. But intern Charlie... He was babbling today about science, and I was missing the point on something, so he's back on the front lawn. Charlie, tell me what you see as we stand less than six minutes away from the first total eclipse since 1918.
1: Judd, it is truly a sight to behold out here. The crowds are opening up. It, it, is, it is like nothing I've ever seen before. I am staring into the abyss. She is staring back. <laughs> it is. It is gorgeous. I I even see Such out here. Everybody's out here. Judd, you're missing it.
0: Do you all have your special glasses on now?
1: Absolutely not. I want to view view this as God intended.
0: Hey, uh, Charlie. It looks to me like it's clouded over out there.
1: Uh, uh, that that must be out out back. I'm out front.
0: No, we're <laughs> looking at the same sky. Like it's it's completely overcast. Yeah, you can't That's, see a thing, Charlie. I'm,
1: No,
0: well, I... Should I cut him off or do you want to, Harrigan? Yeah, you can do that. Okay, that was... 100 years and we don't even get it?
2: Kind of getting hosed here, aren't we? Stick around for the next one. Do you care? I think it's funny how dismissive you are of it, given that that Judd's the guy who thinks that no-hitters are no fun because they're too commonplace... And he gets, you should have seen him, Dave, in the press box the day that Scooter Jeanette hit his four home runs. This is awesome. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, no, Scooter cool. you? Four home runs. Scooter Jeanette. Only 17 players in Major League history. Scooter Jeanette. Judd, the solar eclipse is more rare than Scooter Jeanette or a player like Scooter Jeanette hitting four home runs. People are driving
0: Get up hundreds it. of miles Get to watch the sky. They can't Shouldn't even look at the sun. We're done. Thanks, Wetmore. Thanks, guys.